Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community, and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about, but we really need to. So come on in, close the door, join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. Hi friend, welcome back to the room. I'm glad to have you here. There's a word that we all have access to and it's a pretty powerful word on many levels. But I'm really surprised at how infrequently we are comfortable using it. So how do you feel when you say, no, no, I'm not going to that meeting. No, I'm not going to take on more projects. No, I can't go there. No, I don't want to meet him. Whatever the no is, how do you feel when you say it? Do you feel confident, detached from any outcome or impact? Or do you feel guilty and uncomfortable? Or do you feel happy? Like, hey, great, I got that off my chest. So I want to explore the word no, because I think in a work environment, we have been conditioned to not use the word no. And particularly, I think this is obviously for junior, junior employees, junior leaders, uh, women, um, sometimes particularly people of color uh, who will not use that, uh, you will not use the word no. And what I've been thinking about is the impact of not using the word no. And obviously there's a finesse to it, right? Like I can, if I had a boss, I am the boss, but if I had a boss, I can't just look at them and say no, because it would potentially be considered, you know, disrespectful or, um, uh, just counter to whatever the culture that I might be in. But I find that when we don't say no, we are very resentful of the person or the situation that, we have tacitly then said yes to. And okay, you might be saying, okay, Jenny, well, so what? Who cares? Why are you bringing this up? I bring it up because we are in an environment, um, both economically, we're in an environment um, in our mental health uh, these days. We are in a, uh, an experience where people are probably working a lot more, particularly those who are in hybrid or who may still be working remotely. And the impact of taking on more and more, and of course, we have a lot of companies that are downsizing, so people are being essentially forced to take on two or three people's roles often, because just because we downsize people doesn't mean we also, at the same time, downsize the role, right? We, we, still, have those, we still have those executables, those deliverables that have to get accomplished. But I've been thinking about no and why it's so difficult for us to say no. Now, if you have children like I do, I have a now 13-year-old son, and I really, really want to put him on a sales team 
because he can overcome every single objection I have to everything from his shower time to clothes, to turn off the games, to whatever, to even to reading a book sometimes. But I've come to really understand that no is sometimes really important because it establishes boundaries. It establishes my boundary, but it also helps the other person establish and understand where I draw a line, where I value myself and maybe where I even value them. Like in the case of saying no to my son, it is also because I have the responsibility as a parent to say, hey, no, you've had enough time on your game or no, you're not going to go out running out in the street and playing with all all of the friends again because you've been out for six hours. No, we're not doing that. So saying no, it actually establishes boundaries. And saying no can also, in a team environment and as leaders, it can also establish priority. If we have team members, for example, that say yes to everything and then have difficulty getting it done, or they say yes to everything and we start to see an impact on their health or on their performance, it is our responsibility to start to uh, role model the power of saying no. And, you know, like I said, there's ways you can deliver the word no. I think for some, for some people, for women in particular, saying no can be considered offensive. Um, you know, sometimes African-American women, for example, who will say no uh, in a very direct way, uh, you know, African-American women can be considered being, um, you know, angry or whatever. And that's just not, ca- not the case. Sometimes people really do understand their value and understand their bandwidth and understand what they're willing to do or not do. And so as leaders... I think it becomes important for us to reflect on the culture that we've created or that we've inherited in which people are always saying yes. Yes is not always a good thing. Yes is not a good thing when people are taking on too much work and they're sacrificing their health. Yes is not a good thing when they're taking on so much work and they're sacrificing their marriages or their relationships with their children. Those are not, those are not productive That's not a productive use of the word yes. We also have to be mindful of how I think leadership has been shaped and formed. Uh, As you probably know, if you follow this podcast, I am a former United States Marine and, you know, I was trained and conditioned to say yes, because that was a way that I demonstrated my value to the people around me, you know, both as a young Marine and then later as a leader Um, but always under the context of being a woman, a Marine, is that the more I took on and the more I did, the more I was basically a superhero in my, in my role, the better, more valuable I was. And I've talked about this, I think over, over some of my, some of these episodes, the, the important thing is, is that as leaders, it's our responsibility to understand what kind of culture have we created? Have we created a culture in which everyone is running around saying yes, but we don't have great uh, quality work because people are so overloaded, they're just sort of haphazardly doing things? Or have we created an, a, an environment in which there are no boundaries? And in fact, we celebrate there being no boundaries, right? We celebrate the grind, we celebrate 
We celebrate, you know, all-nighters. We celebrate those things. They're unhealthy, full stop. And they're not relevant to today's society. And what I mean by that is technology is quite literally uh, adding more and more and more time to our plates. There's more work because we have such a tsunami of information. Quite, We, we have so much information that everyone's trying to, uh, to navigate. And the fact that we still function as leaders from the 1950s is really not productive. And that's not everybody. There, there, there are plenty of companies that have evolved and have thought very carefully about this. I just want to reinforce and, and you know, highlight that for many leaders, we, are, we believe our value, and maybe we're in cultures where our value is based on how much we say yes. We're considered a team player the more we say yes. That form of leadership is an antiquated form of leadership. It really is. That was an antiquated form of leadership before men wanted to take on child-rearing responsibilities in their household. That was an antiquated, that is an antiquated form of leadership when we have women who are balancing caregiving roles as well as leadership roles, as well as, um, you know, self-care roles. And so it's important for us as leaders to start to think about what is the culture that I've created around these two words, no and yes. If we don't have an environment where people feel comfortable to say, no, here are the 10 priorities that I have right now that I'm really trying to manage and adding more to my plate or saying yes to my plate, more to me on my plate is just not healthy for our company and it's not healthy for me. That's something that we as leaders have a responsibility to really reflect on. Are we a company, do we have a company culture of everyone saying yes all the time? Or, or and, if we do have a company in which the culture is framed so everyone is always saying yes to doing more or trying to be more, when someone says no, do we consider them an outlier and or an outcast? And what I have seen is that will typically fall on women who say no, as well as people of color who say no. So I'd invite you to look at your environment and to ask yourself, do we have a healthy culture of saying no around, you know, uh, setting boundaries around the amount of work, the number of hours we're working, the number of projects that we take on, even though our plates are overflowing? Do we have a culture of no when it comes to prioritizing work? Um, do we have a culture of no when it comes to what the what the boss is doing, like what we think the boss wants, right? What we think the leader wants. Um, are we are we clear about those things, or do we have a culture of yes, where everyone is saying yes to new projects, more projects, extra projects? People are saying yes to being overloaded. People are saying yes to working longer hours. People are saying yes to overextending themselves. People are saying uh, yes to being more and more stressed out. Something to think about in our leadership roles Um, because saying yes too many times is really depleting. It depletes the quality of our work. It depletes the quality of our ability to be consistent. It depletes the quality of our commitment to the mission, vision, and values that we have. And I know there's a lot of companies. Um, I'm aware of a very large company right now that we're doing some work with where the it's a corporation, Fortune 20, 
And the culture of saying yes quite literally has people 100% frazzled. But on top of that, it also has people who are throwing each other under the bus because people are missing deadlines. People are missing, um, they have so much, so many emails and requirements and expectations and communications and meetings that people are quite literally lying um, because they're so overextended. So they're lying about projects. They're lying on their colleagues and their their teammates, which has created a very, very uh, counterproductive culture. So I invite you to look at it. Do we have a culture of saying no? Um, and those that no is really around ensuring we have the right priorities, ensuring we have boundaries where people are able to take care of themselves, take care of their families, and take care of our mission. Or do we have a company of yes, where everybody's saying yes to everything and nothing really great is getting done? Something to reflect on. If you enjoyed this podcast and or if you have a friend that might benefit from it, please pass it along. Make sure you like and subscribe and um, watch out for our next, cha- our next uh, podcast. Thanks a bunch. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room, a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in the room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website, leaderstransform.com and continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone to next week's episode of The Room. <laughs>